0: is Actually, You Are a runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, we are back. Two weeks in a row. That's pretty great, right? And I'm not going to say that I'm streaking because that's kind of what this episode is about, but I've really just been working on a system and showing up consistently, using a system and showing up consistently. Um, if you have not read the book, Atomic Habits, I highly recommend it. He talks about how we don't rise up um, we don't rise up to things, but rather we fall to our habits and we fall to our systems. Highly recommend that book. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, that's what it's all about. How to get motivation to move your body every day. And also why a run streak is not the answer. It is a bad idea. So this episode, we kind of have four parts. So We're going to talk about what motivation is and what it isn't, Um, and then you are going to define your motivation for moving your body every day, and then I'm going to teach you how to come up with a system and how to track it, and then the last part, why a streak is not the solution to everything, being really punitive, being like, I have to do this or else, the all or nothing mindset. We know what happens. We'll we'll get into that. So let's break a few things down. Motivation, right? So we tend to think that motivation is the equivalent of being super enthusiastic. And you might picture like Tony Robbins up on a stage, like screaming at you, like, oh, he's so motivated or he's so motivating. But I just want to say that like, I I am not a very Enthusiastic person, like I'm not super bubbly. I'm not super extroverted. Um, I am positive, but I'm naturally an introvert, and I have struggled with anxiety, depression, self confidence, body image issues, right, loneliness. Um, so this this idea that like being motivated means that you are Tony Robbins, and if you're not Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins, then you can't get things accomplished. Like that's not the case. It's okay to not be. Super bubbly and enthusiastic about things, Um, but you still have motivation. I actually want you to think about the word motivation a little differently. So the like dictionary definition. One fun fact: one of my favorite hobbies is looking up the definitions of words to make sure that I am understanding the word and using it correctly. So the dictionary definition of the word motivation is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So when we say things like, I'm just not motivated, we probably haven't, um, we haven't done the work yet to figure out, well, what are my reasons for doing this or for acting this way? Or I want to start a new habit. What are my reasons? Uh, why, why would I do this? What is it going to get me? We're just like, ah, I'm not enthusiastic. Um, I haven't been able to use willpower to get myself to do that. And that's not going to work. You can't willpower your way through life. So motivation, two motivating factors, um, they are pain and pleasure. I'm pretty sure I talked about this on season one. You can go back and um, there's an episode about motivation is not rainbows and butterflies. Um, Oftentimes, the thing that gets us to actually do something, the reason that we do something is to move away from pain. We're like, I don't want to feel this pain anymore. I'm going to act differently um, and I'm going to move closer to pleasure. But usually I feel like for me, I don't know for other people, but for me, um, moving away from pain is a big reason I get shit done. I don't want to feel that in way anymore. I don't want to feel that pain in my life, either that physical pain or that emotional pain. I don't want that anymore anymore. Um, I think there's just been times that maybe I've struggled with thinking that I was deserving of, like, a joyful life or deserving of pleasure. Um, But I know that moving away from pain and then being like, oh, great, like, actually, it is kind of nice having this enjoyable life. Um, The moving away from pain has been the bigger motivator for me. So when I, I, I set a bedtime for myself at the beginning of this year, um, and I'm often in bed at 9 or 9.30 at the latest 10, uh, and the reason is I want to move away from the pain of feeling tired all day the next day. Um, I've experienced that, like don't, I don't get great sleep, and then I'm tired all the next day, and then I'm eating more because I'm looking for energy, and I'm grumpy, and I don't want that for life for my life anymore. So I want to move away from that pain and move closer to the pleasure of feeling well-rested, feeling energized. And the way I can move away from feeling tired all day and move closer towards feeling energized is go to sleep on time. Make sure that I'm getting at least eight hours of sleep. It took some time to figure that out. Um, why did I get back to this podcast? I started this podcast again because I wanted to move away from the guilt of not recording. I wanted to also move away from the lack of success. That's like that's like a really big motivator for me is – I don't want another year to go by and me to be like, what the fuck did I do with this year? Like, you know, am I any different than I was last year? Um, The the pain of being in the same spot, I don't want that for my life anymore. So that was a big motivating factor of like me doing this podcast again and doing it consistently. I want to move away from the pain of feeling unaccomplished and I want to move closer to the pleasure of feeling accomplished, feeling successful. Moving ahead in my career, um, right? Like, move closer to success away from uh, the pain of feeling unsuccessful. Um, why do I move my body every morning? Because I want to move away from the pain of feeling unaccomplished. Huh, I'm noticing a, uh, a, a a thread woven through my life, but I don't want to feel unaccomplished during my day. I want to move away from feeling tired. Oh, there's another thing. I I hate feeling tired. I've spent a lot of my life feeling really tired um, and feeling really unaccomplished, feeling a lot of guilt, feeling a lot of sadness. I want to move away from that. Um, I sit a lot of my day. I want to move away from that and I want to move towards feeling accomplished, successful, happy with myself, right? So when you hear yourself say something like, you know, you're just not motivated. You know, sure, maybe you're not super enthusiastic, but I want you to take the time to actually think about the reasons for doing something. What pain do you want to move away from? And what pleasure do you want to move towards? This is really important. Like, so important. Like I am not enthusiastic about going to bed at nine or nine nine thirty. I'm like, oh man, I don't get to stay up and watch TV all night. Like it's kind of this bummer. But also I am so I'm not enthusiastic, like, this is going to be so much fun to go to bed at 9 p.m., but I'm also like, well, if I don't go to bed at 9 p.m., I'm going to feel tired the rest of the next day and ruin things. So that pain, like avoiding that pain, doing some to, something to avoid that pain, that's what gets me to go to bed at 9 or 9.30, okay? So why move your body every day? So remember, the, 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 this podcast is about how to get the motivation to move your body every day. When I talk to clients or potential clients or people on social media, moms, doctors, teachers, nurses, people who work at computers, um, lawyers, literally everyone, like everyone, everyone I talk to is tired, stressed, um, hurting, struggling at times. Um, A common thread I hear or I see is uh, women giving all of their time and energy to someone else um either their job, um, their work, uh, their kids, uh, feeling like they're moms and they aren't deserving of having anything for themselves. They have to give their whole life and their whole body and their whole schedule to their kids. And and maybe it's just because I talk about depression and anxiety and sadness. Um, but I hear a lot of this. Excuse me. <clears throat> And I see a lot of this, and I think it probably is because it's on my mind, so I see more of it, but we, we have a lot of struggles in our lives. And you know what, though? No, I know it's, I know it's true. You read statistics about um, how many people are on medications or the popularity of CBD, CBD oil to deal with anxiety. We are suffering, and we turn to things to numb our suffering. We turn to alcohol. We turn to food. Um, we turn to therapy, which is a great thing, Right. Um, and there's there's nothing wrong with those things, obviously. Um, but I have found the biggest thing in working on my mental health, and again, therapy has a place, antidepressants have a place, but the b- biggest thing that has had an effect on my mental health is moving my body every day, which – it's like, well, no, your mental health, like your body. How does that change? And just, it's it's a couple of things. I think one, yes, it is the endorphins, um, the from getting exercise. It's the sense of accomplishment. It's the having a routine, having a purpose, having something that I enjoy first thing in the morning. There's been so many times in my life where um, my anxiety, I had anxiety about going to bed early because I was going to have to wake up and go do something that I hated and I didn't want to do. And so I would have all of these anxious thoughts at night, scrolling on social media, not get great sleep, wake up, go to a job that I hated, um, and by having a movement routine first thing in the in my in the morning, what that's given me is something to look forward to, something that's low pressure, um, low energy, and it's fun. It's something I enjoy. Uh, having that routine, doing something every day, and having it be something that I actually enjoy has done remarkable things for my anxiety and depression, and. Um, Having a routine, it it gives you purpose. It gives you something to do, something you know that's going to be beneficial. And I want you to go back if you're like someone that's struggling with depression. I want you to go back and listen to episode 96 with Anita Sweeney. She talks about um, her book and how uh, running, running, or uh, depression hates a moving target, and how she learned to run and move her body. And we we spend so much time in our head. We when we move our body um, we can get out of our head and i like to pair moving my body with listening to a podcast that i enjoy moving my body has been one of the most amazing things that i have ever done for my mental health and no one all of the doctors that i have seen all of the professionals no one suggested it no one no one ever said hey um, if you go for a 10 15 20 minute walk in the morning um, if you set your day up so that you have something that you enjoy first thing in the morning, this can really help with your, the thoughts in your head. This can really help with you actually learning to enjoy life. No one ever said this to me. And so it's really important for me to share this information with you that getting into this routine of moving my body every day has done remarkable things for my mental health. So, You might not be in that hole of depression, but you might be struggling with something in your life. And I want you to think about what pain you want to get away from. What pain are you having that you don't want in your life anymore? And then – When you move away from that pain, what pleasure are you moving towards? A lot of times we are so afraid. Even the word pleasure, sometimes I'm like, oh, that word sounds so creepy. Can you say the word pleasure? Are you deserving of pleasure? sounds really sexual and really dirty at times to me. You can see my background and my relationship with words. Um, But sometimes we think that we are undeserving of pleasure, but why not? Like, why aren't you deserving of having a pleasurable life, an enjoyable life? So maybe the word pleasure feels weird to you. You can use the word joy, but you want to move away from what pain and move towards what joy in your life. And I want you to think about if you had a movement routine daily, what will that do for you? What will moving your body do for your mental health? What will it do for your happiness? What will it do for your relationships? What will it do for the rest of your day, right? Um, When I say movement routine... I'm not talking about running. We're going to get to that <laughs> in a little bit, but I mean, literally just walking, just walking your dog for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, super, super small amounts of time. What will doing that do for the rest of your life okay so you want to write this stuff down like don't just listen to the podcast and like cool whatever you might have to come back to so you might have to pause it maybe you're driving don't do this stuff while you're driving no texting and driving but like think about this what pain are you trying to move away from and what are you trying to move towards what how will you know moving your body how will it help with that right okay so so far we have defined what motivation is It's not just enthusiasm. It's not just Tony Robbins, but motivation. We can think about two motivating factors, um, the reasons we do something. And a lot of times it is moving away from pain and moving closer to pleasure. And then we defined your your motivation, your reasons for moving your body every day. Now you need a system, okay? You need a system. Um, I was struggling. I was actually, I've probably said this on the podcast several times. I've struggled with recording the podcast because I never had a solid system. And when I look back, it's like, well, yeah, like I started the podcast and then we um, got married and then we left Atlanta and then we did a road trip and then we came back to Chicago and then we were traveling some more and then we Um, went to Thailand and we went to Boston and then we did another road trip. And so I never really had a solid system. I was just doing a kind of a lot of this, oh, at some point in my day or at some point in my week, I will report a podcast at some point. And I I just never had a solid system. And I know that we do this. You might be doing this a Like, oh, you know, at some point in my day, I will exercise. You don't really ever define where in your day you don't have a system in place. And I think that when you're starting out, that's totally fine. I think that that's kind of like the version 1.0. Is we're just like, okay, let me just start and do something. But the version 2.0, like if you actually want to see success, you need a system. You need, again, like uh, in Atomic Habits, you don't rise up, you fall to your level, your system. Okay. So um, when I was recording podcasts, like willy nilly, like, oh, it happened and sometimes it didn't happen, that's like going to move the podcast ahead. Right. But if I have a solid system of like, cool, every Friday, I record the podcast and I put it out there and that's my system, then I can do that consistently. It's easy. I know when it's happening. I know what to expect. Um, It's not uh, just like, oh yeah, at some point. It's like, I know what's going to happen. And so if you actually want movement to be a part of your day because you want to move away from that pain, you want to move closer to that pleasure. You need to have a system for it. Um, Think about this. If your job, like in your job, if you're like, oh, at some point I will do blah, blah, blah. It probably doesn't happen. Um, You push it off. It'll get pushed off day to day. Um, So having a system like actually cool. I do When it is this time, when it is this day, whatever, this is what I do. You want to know why you're so successful at brushing your teeth? you have a system. You know, like in your head, cool, I wake up and then I go brush my teeth and I go on my day and blah, blah, blah. And before I go to bed, I brush my teeth. There's your system. It takes you like three minutes to do, but you have it, those habits stacked. You have your system in place. It's easy. Um, You know what to expect. You know the time of day that it's going to happen um it's not you're not brushing your teeth for 90 minutes it's literally in your house it's so easy right and that that's part of the reason i love walking and running is you don't need to go to the gym for this it is something that you can do consistently and so what i want you to do if you're driving don't do this while you're driving but you can pause the podcast and come back to it but look at your schedule And I, when it comes to movement, I highly recommend it being in your morning. I know some of you are like, no, I don't have time in the morning. Uh, My mornings are crazy. Then I would say, okay, cool. Maybe you need to be working on getting sleep. That's something I help my clients with, my one-to-one clients with is make sure you are getting enough sleep so that you can implement these things that we're talking about when it comes to meals and movement. We always forget like, oh yeah, my body needs sleep. Okay. So if your morning is crazy, you might need to backtrack and make sure you're getting sleep first and then implement the morning movement routine. But but let's pretend that sleep is great. Your morning is not crazy. Think about if you were able to go outside and get a 10-minute walk in during your morning, what that would do for you, right? And if you're like, no, I can't do that. That is just impossible. Okay, fine. What about during your lunch break? If you created a system, you created this habit of, cool, During my lunch break, you know, at 1230 hits, I close my computer and I put my coat on and I go outside for a 10 minute walk on the days that it is cold and it is impossible to go outside, I walk up and down the stairs in my building or I just walk around the building or I one of my clients, she just goes to Target. Target's like literally next door to her office. She walks to Target and does Target walking. I recommend this. You can go to the mall, you can do things. If it is way too cold outside, it was 21 degrees here, 21 degrees Fahrenheit here. Still took my dog for a walk. Um, That's part of my morning routine. Like I can put a coat and hat right? This is part of my morning routine. This helps me move away from feeling gross and unaccomplished, and it helps me move closer to feeling joy, accomplishment, success, right? So you need to schedule this in to your day so you know exactly at what time in your day you are going to do it. The next thing that you need to do is track it track it. You can use, and I highly recommend using, I want you to use my 365 Habit Tracker. This is what I give my one-on-one clients. This is what has changed my life. And here's what I love about the tracker. It's 365 days because fun fact, well, actually there's, oh my gosh, I guess it's 366. I'm going to have to change it for 2020. But it is 366 days because that's how many days we have in this year. Um, it's one sheet of paper, so you can see all of the days on one paper, um, and you can put it in a place that's easy to see. It's not 21 days. It's not 30 days. It's not 100 days. If you want to change your life, you have to do something every day. You don't do it for 21 days Um and then cool, I'm done, or 30 days, and cool, I'm done. It's like when I did 21-day fix, it's like, great, now I don't have to do this anymore, or like whole 30, great. You know, I was able to sustain that for 30 days. I was able to eat perfectly for 30 days, but no, I'm not able to do that for 365 days. So this is why we're like – we're kind of lowering the um, – Lowering the standards, I don't want you to do the maximum. You're not going to be able to do the maximum for the rest of your life. But you can do the minimum for the rest of your life. You can go for a 10-minute walk pretty much every single day for the rest of your life. That is, that is how you create a sustainable habit. You look for the minimums that you can do every day. That's why you brush your teeth for 30 or for three minutes, right? You aren't going to the dentist every single day for the rest of your life. It's hard to, you know, schedule an appointment. You got to be there. You got to park your car. There's like a whole lot. That's why you go to the dentist twice a year, but you brush your teeth every single day. So you can still go to the gym, like have your gym, like, cool. I'm going to go to the gym, like three or five or six times a week. But This is something that you can do every single day. Walking for 10 minutes, what that does for your mental health and for your body is great. Now, so you are going to track it. You're going to um, find the time in your day, and you are going to color in your little square on the tracker. And then when you miss a day, so I'm not saying if, when you miss a day, because you're going to miss a day, it's going to happen. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. You being imperfect does not mean you're a failure. You being imperfect means you're a human. This is why, this is what I'm gonna go back to why streaking is a bad idea. Okay, back in 2015, when I was turning 31, I decided I'm gonna do this run streak, and I ran one mile a day for 100 days which sounds really cool and impressive, but honestly, what was the aftermath? On day 101, I woke up and I was so sick of running. Like I was so relieved that I didn't need to go running. I quit. I needed a break. Like I don't even think um, pushing myself, willpowering my way through continuing on was not what I needed. I needed a break. I didn't set myself up for a long-term habit. I was still in this Whole30 mindset of like, Um, do the maximum, do the maximum for a set period of time. And then, uh, I have no idea what happens after day 30. I have no idea what happens after day 100. And here's what happens after day 30 of whole 30. Um, I fell apart after day 100 of 100 running uh, days of running. I fell apart. I needed a break. Um, your body is going to get sick at some time. You are going to need to rest at some time. Um, there are going to be days that something pops up and you do forget to move, to move, a life emergency. And I hate when people are like, oh, you know, no excuses. And it's like, really? Really? No excuses? Is that how we go about our physical and mental health? The purpose of moving your body is to help your mental health. And it's not to beat yourself up for not being perfect. Um, it's ridiculous the way we go about this, these all-or-nothing uh, challenges when it comes to our health. It's ridiculous. So what I love about the 365 tracker is you color in a square and I'm looking at mine right now and there are a few squares that are not colored in and you know what? That's okay. Um, not moving my body when I'm having knee issues or I have the flu is the kindest thing I can do for my physical health. Okay, so I don't want you streaking. I don't want you doing this every single day for 365 days. You might be in this place of, no, Jacqueline, you don't understand. I have to do this every single day or I fall apart, right? Now you have this You have this if-then statement in your head. If I don't do this every single day, then I'm going to fall apart. So those thoughts and beliefs about yourself, that's going to fuel your actions. So on those days, on that day that you mess up, you will follow through with that then. Then I fall apart. Um, one of the people in my imperfect eating boot camp, they were talking about this. Um, she said, if I am not hyper controlling over food, then I completely fall apart and I eat everything in sight. And so she was looking for me to, I don't know if she was looking for me, but maybe um, like give her hyper control and be like, yeah, cool, like some of your macros, right? But no. The problem was the if-then statement. If I'm not uh, perfect, then I fall apart. That's the thing that we have to change. It's not if I'm not perfect, then I fall apart. It is um, I, if I'm not perfect, then I keep moving on. So when I look at my 365 tracker, I guess 366 tracker, when I look at it and I see, oh, look, I missed a day then I kept moving. It wasn't, oh, I missed a day. I've ruined the 365 tracker. Think about this. Um, If you miss a day of brushing your teeth, do you have this if then statement in your head? If I miss a day of brushing my teeth, then I've messed up and I don't continue to brush. And I bet you don't have this statement. If I miss a day of brushing my teeth, then I double up and I do extra the next day. No. No. If you miss a day of brushing your teeth, you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, my teeth feel gross. Why didn't I brush them last night? Oh, I need to make sure that I brush them this morning and I go to bed on time and don't fall asleep on the couch so that I can brush them in the evening, right? So it's like you you can be um, – you can like objectively look at that and be like, oh, here's the thing that I need to change. Like missing brushing your teeth becomes a teachable moment, not a time to judge yourself. Like, oh, I need to not fall asleep on the couch and then I'll make sure that I get it brushed, right? So it's the same thing with running or with movements of like, oh, um, look, I missed a day of moving. Maybe I needed that rest day, right? And that's fine. But maybe it's a, oh shoot, like I'm not getting to bed on time and it's, you know, things are falling apart or I need to ask my partner for help or um, it was cold outside, and I didn't want to get sick. Right, so th- there's not this um, there's not this punitive uh, relationship with movement. It's a I'm doing this for mental health, and if I mess up, whatever, I keep moving on. Um, I don't have to punish myself for not being perfect. We do this. Um, I have you know this all or nothing mindset. I have to be perfect, or I fall apart. Great. That's what's go- that's what you're going to keep getting more of if I'm not perfect and then I fall apart, you will keep falling apart because it is not possible for you to be perfect. And if the point of you being perfect, um, is for, you know, some gold star, what is that doing for your mental health? Um, running every day was one of the worst things that I could do for my body. I don't regret it because it was, again, it's a teachable moment. It's something I learned so much from. It's also, uh, it's the pain I want to move away from, I don't want to have that relationship with food or with exercise anymore. I don't want to have that all or nothing mindset. So the way I go about food and movement now is accepting imperfection and still being consistent. I want to move away from – the pain of the all or nothing mindset and move closer to the pleasure of being imperfect and being consistent. This feels, this is so much more sustainable. Uh, The way that I go about movement and exercise or movement and meals now, it's sustainable. And this is actually helpful for my mental health, for my mindset. So I want you to get your hands on the tracker, and I want you to join me for the fifth annual Run with Jacqueline event. So remember how I told you, we—oh uh, my gosh, five years ago, two, well, 2016. So this is the fifth one. We on the the 100th day of my running. Over 100 people joined me and ran or walked one mile. Walking is acceptable. Um, I went for a walk this morning and not a run. I do that a lot. Um, run or walk one – they ran or walked one mile with me, and there were moms and dads and regular people, and they had their kids, and there were dogs, and it was just so much fun, um, and they posted a selfie on Facebook or Instagram with the hashtag run with Jacqueline. So here's what I want to do because we're we're revamping things. We're thinking long-term. We're thinking sustainability. If I look back and then I see like, cool, did people actually continue on with the movement? Because if you – do it once; it doesn't really mean anything. It's like if you brush your teeth once; it doesn't really mean anything. But doing it consistently is how you change your life, and that's what I want you to get out of the Run with Jacqueline Day. Is like using this as an opportunity to start a morning movement routine for yourself, or maybe an afternoon, a lunchtime, whatever. Just a movement routine for yourself. This is going to help your physical health. It's also going to help your mental health. Um, as we finish up winter now, and we look to winter 2021, I know you don't want to do that, but you're going to be in the same spot with weather next year. And if you can have a system in place, uh, when winter hits next year, you'll be like, cool, I got this. This isn't a big deal. I know what to do in the morning. I know I just need to put my coat on. And moving my body helps me move away from feeling gross. It helps me feel away from feeling unaccomplished. It helps me feel move away from feeling depressed. And it helps me move towards feeling accomplished and feeling joyful in my life. You'll already have this routine in place. So it's great. I'm so excited for it. So here's what you're going to do. The link is in the show notes you're going to Uh, sign up and you will get in your email my 365 uh, slash 366 habit tracker. And you can start using it now. And go for a whatever walk, uh, you know, a 20-minute walk, whatever you want it to be. Remember, think minimums, what you're actually going to be able to do sustainably every day. This is why we brush our teeth for three minutes and not for 90 minutes. What can you do sustainably for pretty much the rest of your life? Uh, Maybe it's just 10 minutes. That's totally fine. 10 minutes Is like a half mile, and that comes out to what 365 divided by two. That is like 180 miles a year if you just went for a half mile walk every day. That's huge. On March 8th, you are going to walk or run with me. Take a selfie, and you're going to post it on Facebook or Instagram, and then connect with me. Tag Jacqueline.Riccio.Stover and use the hashtag run with Jacqueline so we can connect and I can cheer you on. And if you're listening to this episode, it's way past March 8th. Maybe it's 2024. I don't know. Um, the, the, uh, the link will still be in the show notes and you can just get started. Whenever whenever you listen to this episode, just go to the link in the show notes so that you can get that habit tracker and I will update so that you can get <laughs> the one that is um, applicable to the year that you're in, but it's great. It is a really fun way to keep moving your body and doing it in a way that is helpful to you, right? Helpful for your physical health, your mental health, just having a routine in place, feeling purpose, feeling excitement, something to feel excited about each morning and not another opportunity to beat yourself down, to beat yourself up, down, up. Um, You do enough of that on your own. Use movement as an opportunity to feel good about yourself and to feel good in your body. So link will be in the show notes. Tag me, message me. Cannot wait to connect with you on March 8th. Take care.